Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Hope you had a fantastic weekend and looking forward to the week ahead. It was great to see so many of you in London last week and we did a few events virtually as well. So I really appreciate the great turnout, fantastic questions, engagement. I learned loads and it was, was great to meet up with some old faces as well from the past and learn how Strength of the Numbers have been making an impact but also where we could do better as well in the future. And <laughs> over the weekend... I was just channel surfing and up came the Back to the Future movie. And some of you might actually remember the Back to the Future series where you had the main character, Marty McFly, played by Michael J. Fox and Doc Brown, played by Christopher Lloyd in their time-travelling DeLorean. In some cases, they went all the way back to the Wild Wild West or into the future or even back into the, the, the 60s. But the main message was, whatever you do, don't meet up with yourself because... Such an encounter could create a, a time paradox, the results of which would perhaps cause a chain reaction and destroy the universe. And then all that in turn triggered in my head something I'd read in a book by a, a lady called Annie Duke, who's a, a poker player. And it's called Thinking and Bets, because she describes the movie in it and actually what we can learn to make better decisions. Because if you think about it, whether as finance professionals were having to make a call on a particular business case, set a budget for a business unit, uh, even resolve an issue on whether to take a promotion in another organization because it'll push us outside our comfort zone and, and help us grow and get to where we want to in our careers and so on. We have to make a, a lot of decisions or analyze a lot of decisions in, in a very uncertain and complex environment every single day. And I, I feel as you stay longer and longer in finance, it only gets harder, not easier. But what sort of things could we be doing to improve our decision outcomes? And that's really why I referenced a book by Annie Duke and Thinking in Bets. Because she questions that conventional wisdom of don't meet up with your future or your past self. Mentally speaking anyway, who knows what happens in the physical or the real world. But in the mental world, we should be meeting up with ourselves more often. If we want to be doing those things more often, that will drive better decision outcomes. And she's very clear it's impossible to guarantee a perfect outcome when it comes to a decision. She's a poker player. She has a complete understanding of, of the immediacy of her decision. She sees it in real time, but not all decisions are. I guess most of our decisions aren't necessarily clear from a consequence perspective in the short term. They tend to take longer terms before the consequences become apparent. That's just real life. So what she's really saying in real life decision making, when we bring our past or future self into the equation, thinking maybe like in three, four or five years time, where do I want to be in my career? What sort of things am I doing outside of my career? What sort of hobbies do I have? How am I contributing back to my community? Does that decision now positively impact my chances of that happening? Or taking a learning from the past and saying, well, actually, that's what happened last time and filtering that into the decision-making or in the past, I made that type of uh, rash decision when it came to maybe say buying a house, I might've bid too much money. And actually next time we go buy a house, we're setting a budget and we're sticking to it and we're not going to get caught up in a bidding war. So actually in decision-making, you want your past and, and, and future selves to collide with the present self to help you make better decisions. And it doesn't destroy the universe. If anything, the present us needs the help of the past us and future us to be able to make the best decisions right now, think of those past and future selves as decision buddies. That's a term she uses. And uh, she also introduces some interesting concepts and controls around. I, I highly recommend check out the book or the Audible version is really good too. 
but but a strategy that I really like, and we probably see it a lot in our work as well, but we never maybe had a term or terminology for it, is a Ulysses contract. And Ulysses is the, the Roman name for the Greek traveler that Homer created called Odysseus. And there's on one part of um, Ulysses' travels where he's got to go past a certain set of rocks where the sirens, and in the past, or from past knowledge, he's aware of loads of ships ending up on those rocks because the sirens are calling to the sailors to go damage the, the ships and they can't hold themselves back. And, and there's disaster, bad decisions. So what Ulysses advises is that all the sailors on the boat to put uh, beeswax in their ears so it dulls the calls of the sirens on the rocks and also to tie Ulysses up to the mast so that he can hear the sirens but actually not do anything that might damage the boat. So that's an example of past knowledge inferring the decision but also future knowledge putting in place a set of conditions that prevents from further damage to the, the ship or to the people on that, that boat as well. And we see examples of Ulysses contracts in terms of setting conditions where there might be a maximum case of, of liquidated damages or ensuring certain conditions have to happen before other things happen, or even like how some people have contributions going out of their paychecks to fund things like pensions or schemes for college funds for their kids or, or whatever. So they, they can't use the, the present self to dip in and take that money easily. It's not impossible, but take that money easily to say, buy a fancy new car, for example and have it diverted from where they see themselves in the future or so they won't get reprimanded from their, their future selves. But as with any decision, you know, we must recognize that this is only a potential strategy to help us be a bit more rational and less emotional when it comes to making decisions. Or there's a scenario where we can make these great decisions, the best possible ones we could at the time, and they may not give us the results we want. Sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad. The, the fact of the matter is there are strategies by involving our past and future us's to improve the chances of good outcomes. Doesn't necessarily mean we guarantee them, but every effort we make to try and, and make better decisions makes a small difference, more rational thinking, less in the way of emotion. It does all translate into the probability of better outcomes that can have a significant impact on how our careers and our decisions in our careers turn out as well as outside of our careers and good results can compound. They can become habits. They can help us calibrate better for future areas of improvement. And all we ask is that we are open to maybe time traveling mentally. And that's why we invite mentors on to strengthen the numbers and share their interviews with you because they help us understand how did their past decisions turn out? How are they looking towards the future? and influencing the decisions they're making now. What went well? What could have perhaps gone better? How have they maybe changed their minds over the path? And what do their paths look like? And what are they doing? So it helps maybe flatten or maybe speed up some of the inputs that go into decisions that you feel like you need to be making in your career, non-career activities. And all the while increasing the possibility, although not guaranteeing it, of better outcomes in whatever endeavors you're deciding to choose. So look, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please remember to share with your friends and colleagues. We're available on all the major platforms, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube, Spotify, and Amazon Music. And thanks again for tuning in today. So look, have a great rest of the week. And until next time, take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers.